My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to Touch of the Master's Hand. I'm Bill Crockett. We are in a series entitled Living for God in an Ungodly World. And this is episode number five. We're in the process of talking about five ways that loving God supremely and loving others will change the way we live. We've already talked about three. First, when we love God supremely, we trust God. No matter what the situation is in our life because of how much he loves us, we can trust his love. Number two, our love grows. We grow spiritually. We mature as believers. And number three, we begin to live like Jesus in our life. The more we grow spiritually and the more we learn about God, the more we begin to live our life the way that Jesus did. Now today, we're going to look at the last two ways that our life changes when we love God supremely. And we're going to start with this one. When we love God supremely, we learn to live by God's grace and forgiveness, not in fear of punishment. We learn to live by God's grace and forgiveness, not in fear of punishment. First John chapter four, let's look at verse number 18. The Bible says, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. While we are admonished to fear the Lord, and that means to have a healthy respect for God, we're also told in the Bible that God does not want us to live with a spirit of fear. Listen to what 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 says. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Romans chapter 8, verses 14 and 15. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's Spirit when He adopted you as His own children. Now we call Him Abba Father. While the fear of punishment can be a good motivator to doing the right thing, and the fear of the natural consequences of sin should drive us away from sinning, living for God is all about obeying Him because of our love for Him, not out of fear. If the only reason we live by the Bible is because we're afraid of getting punished, then we're going to live in bondage and not freedom. Our spiritual punishment has been taken away by Jesus on the cross. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 says this, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. God knows, however, that we are prone to sin, and he's made a way of daily forgiveness. Look at what John says about this in 1 John chapter 1, verses 8, 9, and 10. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. 
God knows we're going to sin. However, he's also provided a way of forgiveness every time we do so we can get up and keep living our life for God. You know, there'll never be a day when God says to us, you can't choose to live for me today. We're always going to have the choice every single day of our life to either live for God or live for this world. And God wants us to live for him. So when we love God supremely, we will trust his love. We will grow spiritually. We will begin to live like Jesus. And we learn to live by God's grace and forgiveness, not in fear of punishment. And then finally, the last way our life changes is that we learn to love others because God loves us, not because they deserve it. Now, this is a big one. And by the way, this is one we have to learn because we don't naturally love this way. We learn to love others because God loves us, not because they deserve it. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. We love each other because he, God, loved us first. We don't love others because they earned it or deserve it. We love others because God loves us even though we didn't deserve it. And I'm not saying this is easy. John said, as we live like Jesus, our love will grow. We must give our love a chance to grow, and it will over time. However, it's got to start somewhere, realizing we're supposed to love other people. And as we do, our love will grow and we'll mature and it'll get better. When we fully understand how much God loves us, we trust him, we obey him, and we accept his forgiveness. And as we do, we love others. When we decide to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and our life, then we'll begin to change. And this is what happens. One, we begin to trust God more because of how much we know he loves us. Number two, we begin to grow spiritually. And that means our love will grow. Number three, we begin to live more like Jesus. Number four, we live by God's grace and forgiveness, not in fear of punishment. Number five, we'll begin to love others because God loves us, not because they deserve it. As we close out this episode, I wanted to remind each of us what Jesus told his disciples in John 13, verses 34 and 35. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I want you to notice that Jesus says, I'm giving you a new commandment. And then he says, you're to love each other. I don't think it's because this is the first time they've ever heard Jesus tell them they need to love others. But he does say something here after he says, love each other. He says, I want you to love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Jesus is saying, I've shown you how to do it now. I want you to love each other the way I've loved you. And you see, he went on to say, when we do that, Our love for one another is what will prove to the world that we're his disciples. Living for God in this world begins with understanding God's love for us. And in return, we love him more than anything else. As a result, 
We learn to love others the way he does. This becomes the foundation and the motivation for everything else we do as believers. Paul put it like this in 2 Corinthians 5.14. Either way, Christ's love controls us. We're talking about living for God in an ungodly world. In our next episode, we'll begin to look at what we mean by an ungodly world. I hope you'll join us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your forgiveness. And thank you for the fact that you loved us when we didn't deserve it. Help us to love others. We're so thankful for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening today to Touch of the Master's Hand. And I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. God bless you.